0: You're listening to the Bear in Mind podcast, episode number 15. A podcast about love, color, and identity, and where driving yourself crazy is totally sane and curable. Now your host, T. Vias. Do you know how to say yes? It's not a question we ask ourselves, or nobody asks you. Usually, we're taught how to say no. No. And especially when we talk about boundaries and constraints and things like that, we're often taught, okay, we need to say no, but then we're never really taught how to say yes in our lives. So today's episode is about how we say yes. And so society doesn't sometimes make it easy to have a clear distinction between Yes and no, meaning social decorum in certain cultures or even in certain families, yeses and nos are considered impolite in certain situations. Even in the culture I grew up in, which was an Indian culture in the United States, I was taught that there are certain social decorums in saying yes or no, like you go to somebody's house, in my family, my Indian family, and you say no three times to food whenever you're offered food, but you eventually say say yes. And you always say yes, because it's polite to the host to say yes to food. So you can see how we've taken on different definitions for saying yes and saying no, because we've let ourselves be influenced by the things that we've learned from our family and friends and society. So first off, I'm going to clear up some of this messiness and make a very important distinction. When somebody says no to me, I take that no at a face value, no matter what society has taught me or the culture. So for example, if somebody comes to... My home and I have coffee or tea and I offer them cake and they say, no, I, I don't want any cake. I don't then go, are you sure you don't want a piece of cake? It's homemade or, or whatever. I take the no at a no. And it's important to make the distinction between how we take somebody's no and yes and what that means and how we communicate our no and yes to everybody else. So it's our job then to take the no at a no, a yes at a yes, and a maybe at a maybe, and not try to extract any sort of other meaning outside of what they actually say. And so then it becomes, our only job then becomes to figure out the yes and no in ourselves. So I'm going to start with how we learn how to say No, because actually that's what we learn the most about. We learn how to say no to social media, no to sugar, no to stress. And I'm going to leave out the no to illegal stuff, so drugs or anything like that. And when we believe that we need to say no to something like social media or sugar, we actually learn something subtly, that sugar and social media are actually the problem or that they're the source of the problem. And if we somehow succeed in controlling it by eliminating it from our lives, that somehow our life will be much better without it. And from this learning, we learn that often the problem is outside of us. So it's social media or sugar or stress and we need to learn how to manage this a lot better so our responsibility then really becomes centered around managing these things that we want to ultimately eliminate. A personal example of this for me was that I wanted to be more productive in my life and so I set out on a task of eliminating social media for personal use And I said, okay, I spend sometimes 20 minutes scrolling through somebody's feed when actually I have this task in front of me that I need to get done, and I've lost 20 to 30 minutes on social media. And so I said, okay, I'm going to eliminate all social media, personal social media accounts, and this will help me use my time better, become more productive And so I did it. I I got rid of all my accounts that were personal. And I then still didn't manage my time, and I focused on where I was losing my time. And I noticed I was kind of daydreaming. I'd have a job to do, and then I would daydream maybe about a, a podcast episode, and I would lose, like, about 20 minutes again thinking about a podcast episode when actually I had to do this work in front of me. So then I kept trying to eliminate the source of my time problem. And so I kept saying, okay, no no social media, no daydreaming, and I still didn't see this increase in my productivity. And we're kind of taught this in life to tackle problems like this. And it's a basic belief system. Eliminate things and things will be better and you'll get the results that you want. However, when we do this, when we're saying no we're trying to get rid of stuff and eliminate things, there's an underlying yes that is happening. And we don't consciously see it because we're so focused on the no and we're so much more focused on saying no or reducing something or eliminating something. So in my productivity example, which by the way, I'm still working at it, it isn't to where I want it to be, I realized that the underlying yes that's happening for me is I wanted to escape. So whatever task is in front of me that I want to do or I need to finish up, I don't complete it. And I want to escape from whatever, whatever is happening in that present moment. It could be how I feel about the projects I'm working on. It could be other things in my head and I just want to go to some other place that where I don't have to confront whatever that present moment is there for me, Uh, well, presenting itself to me. And we call this, this thing, different things, I call it escapism. It could be numbing, it could be distractions. And basically it's just trying to avoid anything that's currently happening in the moment And because we don't focus on that yes, that that's what we're saying yes to, we then have a harder time taking on the responsibility of that yes. Because when we look at it from a no, like no more social media, I am trying to subtly make social media responsible for my lack of productivity rather than say when I say yes to social media or any sort of distraction, I'm saying yes to being outside of my present moment. And that's my responsibility. I am unconsciously choosing to go out of the present moment, outside of whatever work I need to get done, and go someplace else. And that is my yes So we miss two big lessons when we focus more on the no and not on the yes. So we don't even know what the yes is that we're saying yes to. And then we don't know the reason why we're saying yes in the first place. So I'm going to wrap it up by looking at the yes in the situation that I spoke of in the beginning of this episode with my family with regards to Indian social decorum. So when I say no to food when I go over to my family's home and I first say no, and knowing that eventually I'm going to say yes, in maybe a situation where I'm not necessarily truly hungry, in that moment when I say yes to the food, I'm actually saying yes to social decorum, but why am I saying yes to social decorum? And the honest answer and not lying to myself like, oh, I want to show respect is actually, I don't want them to see me as rude. So I'm saying yes to the fact that I want them to see me as, well, a good Indian girl. And if I say no to the food... I am actually saying yes to my body. So if I don't feel hungry and I feel like, oh, if I eat any more food, I think I might yeah, vomit. I'm actually saying yes to taking care of my body. And even in the no or the yes, it's trying to find out what that real yes is that you're saying yes to. So no, I'll come back to this topic for sure. And I'll check back with you next week. Thanks for listening. Listen for a new episode next Tuesday by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Bye for now.